Welcome to the Mike Davis Show. It's Wednesday, and you're five seconds late to get Clay's phone number. If you had only <laughs> been here five seconds ago, all of you would have Clay's phone number, but you all missed it. But I want to let you know, those of you that are huge Clay fans, and I know they're out there, it was close. It was five seconds away. Clay, in your world, it was five seconds to disaster. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim asked for it again, and I was like, he's got to get it in there quick, or it's well, going to be on the air. Down. I was like, uh. And by the way, I apologize for Blake breaking the clay camera. Yeah, it was all Blake's fault. I know how much you like to be on film and be seen, and your listeners love to see you, but uh, Blake broke it on purpose yesterday. Yeah. I don't know what he was mad about. Something on bollocks. Blake Blevins? No. Oh. Uh, Clay breaks it himself. Oh. Clay actually, to make sure that it doesn't work, takes it home with him. <laughs> yeah, I took it home. I forgot to bring it back. He, he's accidentally it left it here. It may be here. It may be here. He's accidentally left it here only to find out that people use it. <laughs> At which time he said, I am not letting that happen. So he takes it with him. Yeah, I can never, never use it because I use it here more. He's like the Fonz. He's like the coolest kid on the show. We gave you credit for that on Monday night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Davey Hartzell and I were talking. You are the coolest kid on the show. Uh, I, my comment was, you're like the kid that used to sit in the back of the class wearing the cool clothes, kind of had that look on his face like, don't mess with me. And, and I don't care. And I don't care. Right. Right. And then at the most appropriate time for the funniest comment out of left field yeah. that just zinged everybody, there would be Clay. And you were the nerd, right? Oh, yeah. I was the guy in the front row <laughs> yeah. with my hand up. 100%. I've been all of those people. I was the guy that Clay said, I don't want to be him when I grow up. <laughs> All right. Speaking of people we really like, we got to do some ad reads because we've got some amazing sponsors. So let me get that done real quick. And then we'll get to Tim O'Neill and all of his amazing acrobatic theatrics. Acrobatic. You said that pretty well. I did say that. I didn't even know I was going to say it. That's what surprised me that I got. I did that. <sighs> Take one was all we needed. Take one was it. All right. Bozart, Ford, Lincoln, and St. Augustine. Their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or a used car is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard Ford is a family-owned dealership that has been in business since 1949. They also have been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including being ranked the number one automotive dealership in the country by Dealer Raider. They also won back-to-back -back President's Awards from Ford Motor Company, which is the highest award Ford gives to its dealers. Go out, see Bo, Letty, all their staff, check them out online. But I would say go out there because you can go to Ford's Garage and get the amazing 904 Now Burger, which is named in honor of Pete Melfi and the 904 Morning Crew, which, as you all know, is the only place to get morning news in St. Augustine. And Land Title of America, whether you realize it or not, when you refinance the sale or purchase of a home, there's a title company involved. Don't get stuck with some out-of-town title company that doesn't give a crap when you're faced with challenges. Stay local. Choose Land Title of America. Just call or text Stephen Collins, 904-501-4481. He specializes in all types of real estate transactions. Land Title, your local title company, ensuring America's land one title at a time. Because, Clay, 
They gave a crap. Thank you, Clay. <laughs> I knew Tim would miss his mark, but I knew you would be there. I don't have a mark. <laughs> I know. We didn't write down they give a crap there. You just, you should know that. Yeah, I'll, but in, I'll do it in brown. They'll do it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That will help. Opening the doors in 2008, the Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency has proudly stood by their customers. He gives who, a crap. I know through Casey. hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fires, and Casey does give a crap as well. Those these Through these events, the agency has become a much needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship and buddy if you're trying to get your if you're trying to get your policy renewed now it's a hardship you need somebody like brightway you need the casey agency because they'll help you find coverage for your house give them a call the brightway agency uh, ashley casey and all of his folks and carmelo's pizzeria they're locally owned and operated by the Galley family they've been voted best pizza since pedro menendez landed in saint augustine <laughs> they have a new york style brick oven pizza they also serve salad subs wings and so much more they offer dine-in, takeout, and uh, delivery through Bite Squad and Grubhub. The Tringali family and all their staff want to thank you for your business. They are an amazing pizza place, the best in town. Like I said, Pedro Menendez came to St. Augustine just to find that pizza. They got the cleanest windows in town, too. They do. Just they today, actually, this morning. Boss Man Joe is amazing. Joe the Boss Man. Joe is Farmer the Boss Joe. Man. He likes to be called Farmer Joe now. I call him Boss Man Joe because that's his, that's his handle. Farmer Joe is what I call Boss him. Boss Man Joe. Boss man, Joe. You know, he's got a farm now. Does he really? Yeah. Got like a sod farm or something. I thought he there. was Fisherman Joe. Well, he does that too, but he's got like this farm out west. So how have you been? It's been a hot minute since you've been on the show. This has. I've uh, been doing good. Real busy with work and a little bit of traveling. When did you get your hair back? <laughs> you this always like, wear a hat. I didn't know you had your hair back. Where did you go to get the hair done? Because uh, some people might need that. I mean, Clay yeah. doesn't because he's got the coolest hair on the show. But, yeah, no, yeah. This is Gucci. I get it cut every uh, about fourteen days. But when do they put the plugs in? <laughs> <laughs> Not plugged. All Not right, yet. just checking. I just. Although I do have like this receding thing starting uh, to show. I know. My sister uh, noticed it. Yes. When I saw her last. Is okay. I, I judge mine by having more hair than my younger brothers. And as long as I've got more hair than my <laughs> I'm good. If I don't have that, I'm, I'm not good at all. So you've been uh, new view window cleaning. You're still mm -hmm. cleaning windows all over the place. Still cleaning windows, still doing exterior high-rise building maintenance and pressure washing, waterproofing, window cleaning. Yeah, and cleaning uh, parking lots coming up. Correct. <laughs> I know that a uh, reputable contractor in town called you about that today. This is true. So, yes. Another reputable contractor. Yes, another reputable contractor. So, um, I need to check my voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Might be his son that called you. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't True. make him mad. He's not like me. <laughs> uh, so, you've got some video and, and, and stuff you've shown us. Clay, do you have, did you get a chance to load all those up or you want me to wait a minute? Um, half the pictures didn't load. What? Yeah, it just says file. It doesn't even have a file type. Uh, yeah, I, what, I have the video, but it's playing back like 10 times speed. All right. So we'll give you a minute to get that done. <laughs> so we're going to come back to new view stuff when yeah, some yeah. of this stuff loads. I'm writing this down here. Don't forget wanna, Tim's business. You might want to text me the pictures because uh, you okay. said text two of them work. You want to give that number out again? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm not I didn't know that that joke was going to run through the entire show, <laughs> but it is now. <laughs> this is so easy. Clay's number. Hey, for the right amount of money, likes and stars, we do have Clay's number. Available. I've got I mean, it too. 
It's going to be posted on my trailer soon. So Clay, don't worry. I've got Pete's number too. I can just give him his. Oh Lord. Can oh, you imagine Pete answering that. the phone all night long from women madly in love with Clay? Clay, is this you? <laughs> I think he'd welcome uh, it. I don't think Pete would answer the phone <laughs> in the first place. So what's that? I'm not worried. Pete wouldn't even answer the phone, probably. So no, no, because he's yeah, uh, text. he's hiking the Amazon River or uh, boating on the Appalachian Trail. I believe is his message. Oh, really? Yeah, that's his message. That's his voicemail message. Yeah, never even I, tried it. Yeah, hiking <laughs> the Amazon River or, or boating, boating the Appalachian Trail. Trail. I believe okay. that's what his message is. Oh, I'm doing something good. important, like. And then he does that. Who Probably was the congressman VR. or governor that said he was on the Appalachian? South Carolina. Yeah, who was that? Was I it? was before Nikki Haley. Yeah. It was a while back. But, but he, he said, really had a girl on the side. Oh, yes, he did. And he got busted in a horrible way because he said, I'm going to Mark hike Stafford. the Appalachian Trail. And they worried about him on the trail. So that, I guess they, they located his car, which was a government car, which probably had a tracker in it right, because right, of who right. he was. And it was at the Atlanta airport. <laughs> I did not know that the Appalachian Trail started at the Atlanta airport. It does airport, start in the Georgia but, mountains. But I learned something new every day. Start. I think it goes through the Georgia mountains. Yes. I think it starts in Alabama, doesn't it? Yes. Hey, say hello to Captain Jack. Captain Jack. Oh, that's my man. That's my life-saving Captain Jack. Captain Jack is in the Bahamas. Yes. Captain Jack, tell us how many uh, adult beverages you've already had. How many Captain Morgans he's how had. How many Captain Morgans <laughs> has Captain Jack had today? That's all we want to know. I got four. I'm going with four. Did he ever tell you the story how he saved my life? No. And Captain Jack, why? But okay, <laughs> tell us the story. It had to be 35. When he was still a, a paramedic, apparently, but mm -hmm. maybe 35, maybe 40 years ago. Yep. And I got hit by a wasp right in the back of my head. Ooh. And my Did he use a baseball bat? No, he used his little it's stinger. A little stinger? Little Are stinger. you allergic to the... I found out I was allergic. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife at the time was dialing 199 yes. instead of 911. She was panicking. <laughs> she was, was panicking. checking to see if I had life insurance policy. Was your, what? Was your wife dyslexic? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, um, I'm, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Anaphylactic shock. Was this at your house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, at my house. So and Captain Jack rolls up and said, I know how to save this man. I don't know. I wasn't there. All I know is I woke up to him. I think it was an epinephrine right in my okay. chest. Before and or after he performed mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation? <laughs> I wasn't there. I wasn't awake. I, I, Captain Jack, he, yes or no? I'm going to trust that I know Jack pretty well. <laughs> and I'm going to trust that he... He uh, went with the, the, the jab he, first. He, he gave me the... Uh, what was Epine that? Epinephrine. Yeah, yes. he gave me epinephrine. Mm -hmm. uh I think it was in, in right in my chest, I yes. believe. I wasn't awake. And all of a sudden, I woke up, like, really awake. Yes. And there was Captain Jack. And there Jack. was Captain Jack. And there was Captain Jack. Yes. And uh, he said, you all right, buddy? <laughs> I said, I think I'm doing great. What, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm, I'm wonderful. Why are you here? And he said, we're going to have to transport you to the hospital. So you got a free trip to the hospital out of it? I, well, there was nothing free about it. <laughs> if you have money and insurance, St. John's County is going to find you and send you a, a, a Bambalance bill. I got it. What does Captain Jack's answer Pulp Fiction mean? Oh, uh, um, when uh, uh, John Travolta okay. hit the girl uh, with, yes. the, okay. with the, um, and I guess it was epinephrine too. Well, there was another scene in Pulp Fiction that I went to, but I should have gone to no, that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's the movies that got a lot of scenes in it. <laughs> I mean, I was like, what, Captain Jack? You yeah. want to go there with the joke? Now I get it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Captain Jack was being literal. I was, he was John taking Travolta. liberties. Was it Uma Thurman? Yes, Uma Thurman. And John Travolta. Yes. I guess he was John Travolta. 
Wait a second, is there anything wrong with that? Uh, no, there's not. There's not. It's just like I said, now back to my version of Pulp Fiction with Captain Jack and you. All right. Oh, my All right, God. I got the videos working. Yay! All right. Um, so we have to call for them because I have to prep them each. What's that? You have to call for which one you want. Uh, which one you want to go to first? You want to go to the the? I think uh, we have the college. We have. Wait, wait, you've got you've got uh, you might have a video of uh, Flagler College and then I maybe do. one of uh, Doak Campbell Stadium too. I think I do have those. Right. Let's uh, go Doak first because you do Doak every year. Every year. Every year you're getting ready to go to Doak again this year. Yep. And apparently two weeks. the Seminoles like you. I think. Uh, yeah, it's a love hate relationship. Is the Miami fan? Does that bother you that the Seminoles like you so much? Not at all. I'm more of a Seminole fan these days now. Okay. My brother actually played football at FSU. Yeah, I know. For Bowden in 83, 82, and 83. He's the O'Neill we all send Christmas cards to. (laughs) We like him. (laughs) All right, show the uh, FSU video, Clay. So our listeners, you want to narrate this because you do all the windows around the inside. We do the whole, we do the, the, we do the inside perimeter of the ring. We do, uh, every single window. That's my son, Casey, right there in the foreground. And then that's my oldest son, Kelly, repelling off the skyboxes. That's the press boxes right there. How long does it take you to do the entire stadium? That entire stadium, it takes us with 14 of my guys, three days. Three days. Three days. We do, we're, we're, there, we're there morning, noon, and night, about 10 hours a day. And apparently there was a company there that took three months to do it before you and got there. It took, they didn't know when they started or finished. They, <laughs> they just showed up at the end and handed them an invoice. And they said, no, we need to get this done in a timely in fashion. A timely fashion. Yeah. So they contacted us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other one, do uh, let's do the Flagler uh, Hospital one. Flagler and then, Hospital. And then we'll work to the college. So Flagler Hospital, you've been doing their is windows for, for Is that the one with the green? Yes. Yeah, with the green, or the green little, architectural uh, gr- detail. Yes. Yeah, we've been doing Flagler hospital since they were over on Marine Street. Mm-hmm. These probably half the people in town don't know that Flagler Hospital was on Marine Street. No, half the people in this town that moved here don't know where Marine Street is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> used to be a major thoroughfare. Correct. It was one of the major arteries of the city. Well, now it's yeah, just, a long time ago. Now it's just clogged with parking and yeah. Yeah. That's, uh That's Kelly. That's my son, Kelly, and that's Connor McMandon. And they're getting ready to repel and we had just pressure washed the whole northern elevation of that that picture there. So my question is, they're wearing those really neat hats. Do those have New View embroidered they on them do. as well? They absolutely do. Wow. Clay, did you get one of those when you came in today? Oh, I did not. I didn't either. I Clay, didn't either. Clay, they have not because they ask not. <laughs> so, so this subtle hint over here. Well, well I have somebody. Guess, our last I, guest brought me a whole bag of beach stuff I used last time I went to the beach. Who did? Those uh, um, Task Force Hydro guys. Yeah, those guys are awesome. Oh, they came uh, in handy. Uh, mm-hmm. Not Mickey. What is it? Leo. I don't know. Leo. Leo, Yui, and then Ricky. 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 I want to go Mickey, Ricky. Ricky yeah, Van Ricky. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Ricky Van Rick. Yeah, I like Ricky. Very, they're all great guys. He's they're an SUP by the way. They were in here a couple week, uh week and a half ago. Yeah. Great guys. Absolutely wonderful. I mean, what they do in the community is, is Absolutely. amazingly. I love it's that. so needed, and, and and they started it just because they met surfing one day up in Jack's Beach. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's very cool. It's kind of like a surf quest for um, veterans, veterans and first, first responders. responders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. All right. Um, so the last one is Flagler College. If I you think w- there's one in Flagler. I might have sent you one of Bank America downtown. That's right. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, they don't those. sponsor, so we don't. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think uh, AD Davis is down there. Got a big sign down yeah, there at Flagler College. We did have a huge sign at Flagler College. Yeah. So a huge project down there. Thank you very much, Flagler yeah. College. That's uh, that's yes. my uh, my baby son holding the ladder, and that's my oldest son climbing the ladder. Do you ever worry that they'll have a family feud right now? No. Okay. No, 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 no. And that's that when he gets up about now that's he's going that's a big ladder. Yeah, that ladder is in sections and that's what we call Bocephus. And that ladder will bow in and he's going all the way up about 44 43 feet. So Clay, at church. what at what rung that I can see do you stop? <laughs> hmm? Yeah, I mean it's pretty windy up there, I bet. See, uh, see where he's at right now? Yeah. That's what I'm calling for backup. I'd go yeah. I'd probably go like four stories on it. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's seven pieces of three. six foot ladder, so it's forty two feet. Mm-hmm. No, I'd probably stop him. Yeah, and when there. it when he gets up to the top, it gets vertical because it bows in, and the last two pieces become vertical. I so, might need to actually borrow that from you. Yeah, <laughs> again, that's a specially made custom made window cleaning ladder. That's awesome. So, have you either of you guys ever been on the fire truck uh-huh. on the ladder truck all the way to the top of the ladder? I used to train back in the day. Mm-hmm. Firefighters how to repel. Yes. Because St. John's, you know, do you remember, people probably don't remember this, but St. Mm-hmm. John's County was an all-volunteer firefighter. Yes, until, until 10, but, 20 years ago. Yeah, it was like all volunteers. Ago, yeah. They were all volunteers, and there was a chief. And the only uh, professional firefighters mm-hmm. were the city. Yes. And uh, they didn't, uh, back in the day, um, trying to think of the, he's now, I think he's probably retired, but he was Captain, chief, assistant, I don't know, but mm-hmm. they were um, like, how do you guys repel off of these buildings? Mm-hmm. Said, we use repelling racks and figure eights. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if we need to do a rescue, how should we do it? And I said, we can't get our ladder around the back of the building over there. I said, come on up and I'll show you how to repel. Yeah. And there's about five or six of the guys. They were all volunteers. Jack said 1988. Captain Jack, who knows all things fire. True. And rescue in the county. True. And we're, yep. a and about, body, we're a lot of bodies. bodies are, are buried. buried. <laughs> but we'll not come on and disclose locations. Um, Captain Jack says 1998. I feel yeah. it was around 2000. So yeah. I wasn't too far off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was in the 80s, I believe. Mm-hmm. When yeah. They were all uh, volunteer. And I yes. bet there was probably maybe three paid staff. Covered the whole county. Mm-hmm. That, well, there was only 100,000 people <laughs> at the time. Yeah, really. That's a, Spread out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, we have some topics to go over. Okay. You get to pick the topic. Oh, gosh. So we, we have uh, deal or no deal. Oh, I am definitely want to go there. We have karma. We uh, have capitalism at work. We got a story on the Braves. We have major blockage. And we have background check. So where would you like to go? Uh... Oh, and Canada hates heroes. Canada. Oh, Canada. Of course they do. Yeah, they Canada? hate heroes. Canada. I'm not even going to pronounce their name right. Uh, because of what they did. Have you ever been to Canada before? I have. What part? Uh, we were in Banff. So oh, the West beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Banff, Lake Louise, Jasper, oh, uh, the Columbia Ice Field, all of those things. Okay, so no laughing, please. Mm-hmm. But I got, um, when I was playing tournament golf, mm-hmm. I qualified for a U.S. amateur. Actually, mm-hmm. a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And so the, our, the Royal Canadian Golf Association invited all Americans that qualified for the U.S. championships yes. an exemption into the Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I I said, I'll take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Can I, don't have to qualify. So I go up there and the name of the, I went to Saskatchewan, this province yes. of Saskatchewan. Yep. 
and I went to the capital city. You know what the capital of Saskatchewan is? Yeah, because I was there. Oh, shoot. It's the um, place where they have the... Um, they have this huge rodeo and stuff yep, there. The Rough Riders. The Rough it, Riders. It, it, yep, yep. Yeah. It's and that's the it's the, I thought it was a, it's not the Saskatchewan Rough Rider. What is it? Uh, Regina. No, that okay. No, that's it's I, I Well, we didn't we weren't there. We were in Saskatchewan itself. Yeah. Yeah. Sa- uh, Saskatoon. Uh, uh, anyways, up there a little bit. Somewhere north. where there was yeah. an airport. So, anyways, I'm in this yes. and I, I said, I'm going to Regina. And yes. I said, No, no, you're going to Regina. Yes. And I said, Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, you pronounce it Regina. Yes. yes. And I said, oh, okay, great. And um the my favorite part of this this mm-hmm. little story is so I every morning I would go into this before I'd go to practice to go mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. the guy caddying for me, we say, yeah. let's stop into this. Who was the guy shop. that caddied for you? It was a Canadian guy. Yeah. Okay. Finish your story. Cause I have a story about your story. Okay. You don't remember, but I remember. Okay. Well, yeah. anyways, yeah. so I'd go into the same donut shop mm-hmm. slash little diner yes. and there's like mm-hmm. 30 people there. Yeah. And each and every time I'd go in, they say, Hey, where are you from? I'm from Florida. What are you doing here? And, and, and I said, well, I'm in, um, I'm playing in a golf tournament. What mm-hmm. golf tournament? I, I said, you're, you have, have a national championship in yeah. your town. They, 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 she goes, so she goes, so you're an American athlete? And I go, I wouldn't use those terms. So anyway. Accurate the, answer. So the next time I, I go in the little yeah. coffee shop, the lady goes, hey, I just want to let you know, everybody know. There's an American athlete right here. <laughs> Everybody in the coffee shop turns yeah. and looks at me yeah. and they turn and go right back to their yeah. what they're eating. So that's I, my story. I, so my story is I remember when you qualified for all of those. We were all playing basketball together. Uh-huh. We were all down at, at church together. We'd see each other on a regular basis. And you don't remember what I told you. You're like, hey, I got a, uh, an invite to the Canadian amateur. Uh-huh. And I said, hell, I'll go with you and carry the bag for you. I said, I don't know anything about caddying, but I will gladly go with you and carry the bag. So apparently outsourcing it to a Canadian was more important to you than having one of your American friends go with you on the trip. I do remember this now. <laughs> I do remember. This. And I was this, actually, I got exempted for three years in a row and my brother-in-law yeah. caddied the next year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. so you didn't outsource it after I, that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're correct. This yeah. is correct. Now, I want you to know, while I was upset and deeply hurt, uh-huh. it's the best decision you could have made for your golf. <laughs> Because so your I, knowledge on the golf course is second to none. Well, I would just tell you, Tim, I would have given you life advice while golfing, right? Uh, you would have looked at me. And, zen moments. Yeah, you would have been like uh, seven iron or eight iron. What the hell do you think you can get closer with? Uh, hit that club and hit it right there, right? And you would have been like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have been this normal caddy advice, right? You know, I would have been like the little guy, Eddie, in uh, <laughs> uh, the greatest game ever played, you know? Easy peasy yeah, lemon squeezy. Yeah, that's right. What does that mean? Does it break left or right? Easy peasy lemon, lemon squeezy. squeezy. <laughs> you know, that's see a it, great story. See it, roll it, sink it. Did, right? you, did you ever read that book? <laughs> I have not read the book, but, but I saw thought them. the movie was really good. Francis we met. Francis we met, yeah. and Eddie, and he became fr- lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. And yep. and they, he ran a car dealership at, mm-hmm. near the end out in California. Yeah, and yeah. it was funny because they actually tried once Francis we met was beating and hanging in there with the Brits who right. were the, the greatest golfers. Harry, it was Harry Varden and, um, oh gosh, uh, who did, uh, Harry Varden. I'm trying to think of the other, uh, golfer. Uh, uh, you think of the name, 
but they tried the, the club tried to take Eddie away from him because Eddie was just a little kid. Yep, yep. And he's like, You will not take Eddie yeah, away from exactly. with Eddie, which I thought was one of the best moments in yeah, the yeah. movie. He lived right across the street in Brookline, Massachusetts, mm -hmm. um, um, at the country club. Uh, God, and his dad did not want him to play. Yep, it's exactly because he thought golf was, was a waste of time. That's exactly right. And well, they're a working class family. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. golly, I can't think of the other. But Harry Varden was obviously. Harry, you will think of the other one. I will when I'm halfway down the you road. Think, was Harry Varden the skinny guy that ended up playing? No, he was the older guy. He was the older guy wearing that looked like he wore yeah. like a gruff like suit. And yeah. but he was he was a much like professional golfers back in that time mm -hmm. were low rents. They mm -hmm. were they were low mm -hmm. on the. If you were an amateur golfer, it was different. You were yes. kind of you had respect. You had sold out. Correct. If you were a professional, you were a sellout. You, you did it for the you money. You were supposed to play for the purity of the game. Ask Bobby Jones. Absolutely. Which is another great golf movie. That is a very good golf movie. That is a great golf but movie. But I, I want to say, Francis, we, uh, uh, we, met. we met. That was probably my, my favorite golf movie besides yeah. Caddyshack. Yeah, Caddyshack was good. <laughs> All right, where are we going? Are we going deal uh, or no deal? So you, yeah, we, we got to get somewhere. You want to go deal or no deal? So let's try that. I'm rolling through my day today, mm -hmm. right? I'm paying. No, I'm just working all day long, and then I sit down about an hour before the show to try to catch some news, and I realize that the Hunter Biden plea deal has fallen apart. Mm. Hence the deal or no deal, right? Which it was a sweetheart deal to begin with, right? I mean. And I brought you on today because I figured he was going to get the sweetheart deal. And I know as much as you've spent time in and out of jails <laughs> and in and out of the courtrooms that you could bring incredible insight to this. I am just kidding. As far as I know, Tim's never been arrested. I've had handcuffs put on me before. Really? Yeah. What was that? Just, I got to stop now. No, I have to stop No, it now. wasn't in the bedroom. I have to stop now. I know where you're going. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Clay, you can hit mute on me if you have to. <laughs> I do have a bleep button. Yeah, oh, I needed that for a second there. Um, where did you have handcuffs put on you? When Dixie North. What did you do? I uh, well, actually, it'd be Win Dixie South, South, South of us. It's I, I North, always, yeah. it's, but we always called it Win Dixie North. Yes, because it was north of town. So I had a, a guy that used to work for me mm -hmm. that was. Fell hard on his luck. And mm -hmm. there used to be a homeless encampment back in there. Yes, there was. Until and, they put, until housing, they put housing, yeah. housing, some affordable housing in there. Yeah, affordable housing, which displaced the unaffordable. Yes. And so um, I got myself and a, mm -hmm. two or three other friends mm -hmm. that knew this guy. And we were just going to get him down and take him to um, Washington Street and get him into the homeless shelter. Yep. And so we walked out. We walked down and um, I took my. I took my keys out of my, out of my, took my ID out. I took my watch off. Um, all I had was I even holstered my gun and mm -hmm. put it underneath my seat. Mm -hmm. And so we walked back in there. And so one of the kids that was going back with me, this guy named DJ Anderson, mm -hmm. goes in the back of my avalanche. Remember my avalanche? I remember, we, the remember avalanche. we had avalanches. Oh, that's a great car. And uh, he grabs like a tire iron and puts it in his back like this mm -hmm. and the Win dixie manager saw him do that yes so he called law enforcement and mm -hmm. said there's four guys getting out of a big bubba pickup truck with rifles going back there to kill homeless people mm. so <laughs> we don't find the guy that no we, you did not find we that. didn't find we encountered a bunch of people yes and which i wouldn't recommend ever again going in a homeless encampment so we're coming back out and we're walking to my truck and Get on the ground, MFers, now, and show us your hands and where are the guns. Yes. 
and I look, I've got like a white polo shirt on. I look at my chest and I've got three red dots yes. lighting up my chest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm right here. You don't have to do anything. And they pounce on us like a mm-hmm. felony stop and uh, uh, throw us on the ground. Where's the guns? Where are the guns? Where's your guns? I yeah. go, we don't have any guns. Where, how come you guys don't have ID? Why don't you? Where are the guns in the woods? What'd you do? Did you kill people back there? What are you talking about? Yeah. And uh, so anyways, the kid DJ had a tire iron in his yeah. back. And so they were going to take him down. And why don't you guys have IDs? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, because we took our watches off. We didn't want to get jumped. We, our IDs are in my truck. If you open up, if you allow me to get in my truck, I've got to hide a key. Mm-hmm. I'll show you my ID. I'll show you more of my watches. Mm-hmm. I'll show you the guns because I'm the only one that had a gun and yeah. it's under my seat and blah, blah, blah. And I have a license to carry a gun and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so anyways, uh, we want the rifles. We want, well, you went back in. I go, we don't have rifles. And finally, these were all city, all city yes. cops. And finally, someone from the sheriff's department pulled up that knew me and was laughing like, because <laughs> now I got this white pole. And yes. not, not to mention that they, yes. the guy jumps on my back. Well, and the reason he was laughing was this the dirtiest you've been since he's known you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm got half of the Winn-Dixie parking lot. Yeah. On my white polo shirt, yes. and uh, he's laughing like crazy. What did you do now? Blah 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 blah. So it took about thirty-five or forty minutes. Yeah, and the SWAT team and everybody else, but they were going to take DJ in for carrying a concealed weapon because he had a tire iron, tire iron, a tire iron in his behind his shirt. No, but finally, I forgot. Who, I don't think it was Lauren Luters. I don't. I don't know. It might have been. Who was after Lauren? Barry Fox. Barry. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I don't know if he even showed up, but it came across the radio. Yeah. Leave those guys alone. Leave those guys Leave alone. Leave those guys alone. But this They're was, okay. this had to be 18 years After ago. he quit laughing and rolling on the ground. Yes, 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 yes. I was yeah. Barry. I might have let that play out a little more. <laughs> no. So the Hunter Biden deal fell apart. Right. Um, so comments on the Hunter Biden deal falling apart. Do you blame the lawyers? Do you blame Hunter? Do you blame the judge? Do we blame the entire legal system? And if we're going to indict the entire legal system, why uh, indict America? I just, I don't know. The, 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 I think the judge was doing her due diligence. Apparently, neither one of them realized, I guess, if there could be other charges brought. Right. Which they're like, the defense is like, no, no, no. What do you mean they can bring other charges? This is supposed to exempt us from everything. We've got immunity. Did you not read the presidential pardon? This yeah. exempts us from everything. I think that's what's coming next. I don't think that's coming yet. After the election, that's coming. Well, so look, if Biden wins the election, he didn't care how mad you're at him. He's the president for the next four years. He can, he can, um, he can uh, grant amnesty, right? Clemency, Uh, a presidential pardon to uh, to his entire family, to every business associate he's ever had. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. On a federal level, on a a, a federal level, not on a state level. On a federal level. Uh, Yeah, you can't do it on a state level. Only the governor of the state. So far in Delaware, uh, they do not charge anyone with the last name that starts with the (laughs) end. I'm not sure what the other letters are in between, but I'm pretty sure that's that's part of it. So um, uh, he could do that, and it wouldn't matter. If he loses the election, he can still do it, and it won't matter. Right, because he's he's got three, eight weeks. Hunter's just got to get to uh, late November 24, and all things will be made well. Well, he could also, you know, I mean, uh, didn't afford pardon Nixon from anything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was doomed. Yes. You know, we we always said that Trump made the huge mistake of not on day one writing a letter and putting it in the Resolute desk with lots of copies of it. They said, <laughs> I pardon myself and everyone in my family. It just folded up, put it in the desk. 
Open in case of an emergency. Open in case of emergency. So that's what he, but yeah. I mean, I, you know, I look at it this way Mm -hmm. with, with the, with, you know, most, most juries, even if we went in front of a jury, but Mm -hmm. you can always buy the justice you want and need. And, you know, you can look at the OJ trial and watch that. And I thought I and Clay were cynical. (laughs) Suddenly Clay and I are just choir boys. Well, I mean, I was just, you know, my father's an attorney. My grandfather was a professor Mm -hmm. of law and, you know, they, you can buy pretty much the justice you want if you have enough money. All right. Clay, you have any comments on this deal or no deal? Um, I haven't been following it much. There's what? the clay There's cam. Clay There's clay cam. cam. Look at that. <laughs> Those that hung around got a clay sighting. Oh, well, I teased them with the title. So. Oh, <laughs> so you had to follow through. But yeah, no, I haven't seen it much. I, I haven't really been following that because honestly, I don't think anything's going to happen. So, uh, I think they're above the law, and um, that's just how that family has been for a long time. Uh, I completely agree with you. I, I, I don't think yeah. it comes away. And by the way, Barbara Jean, you wanted a stripper story? We have stripped the black away, and you could see Clay. There's your stripper story <laughs> for the day. Right there, we stripped away that black screen, and you could see Clay. I've we, been watching um, Debbie Wasserman Schultz tear into RFK. Um, she got Bobby she Kennedy, got it handed yeah. to her in that oh, yeah, He came right back. Got her, got her to. That's stop the only Kennedy I like, think I like, except for there's a there's a there's a Kennedy in town that's a cop. Okay. You okay. know, uh, and well, he didn't arrest you one day, and that's why you like him. No, I was I was surfing at the pier one time, and uh, one of the guys in front of me on the way before pulled like three, like his leash got caught in like mm-hmm. some treble hooks, mm-hmm. and like two rods went over yes. the side of the pier. <laughs> like that's never happened oh, before. No. And uh, Robert uh, Robert showed up. Yeah. And the guy, I was on the way behind it. And so the guy saw his board, his yes. rods going over and thought I did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so um, when I got out of the water, there was uh, two law enforcement Waiting there, for you. Waiting for me. Clay, that make, was that guy. Make this a note that when we have any more police stories to invite Tim O'Neill on. Because <laughs> okay. I think we're just scratching the surface of his interaction with our finest. Yeah, well, I, I That's in blue line. I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> What were you going to say, Clay? I was saying we next time we have the sheriff on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mr. Hardwick. Oh, yeah. Stuff. He could bring the whole rap sheet. Yeah, he could. <laughs> he could bring the whole yeah, rap sheet, all the interactions. He wasn't the there. sheriff at the time, though. Uh, I know, but he could still get the rap sheet. I bet he could. They got records. Actually, I got an ID from our sheriff mm-hmm. that says that I'm deputized. You don't have one of those, do you? Nope. I don't. Yep. I'm just an average, ordinary person who hasn't bought justice. <laughs> hasn't needed to. Yet. I haven't. I have. Well, I did get. I did get uh, detained after Hurricane Matthew. Did you really? Yeah, I was on the island. Um, you were allowed to walk on the island or ride your bike. Right. And so I had borrowed a bike uh, from Troy. I went to my mom and dad's house, to my house. I wanted to see what the damage was. My client's house in the area. Changed bikes for a new beach cruiser that I had that rode a lot better than Troy's 19. So you're on the other. You're on the other side. So I'm on the other side. Was, and, this, was this Matthew? Uh, this is Matthew, uh-huh. and I've been riding around for about an hour checking everything out. I'd stopped to get a backpack, and I have nothing in the backpack because all my tools are on the other side. I didn't leave them at home because I didn't know how bad the damage was going to be. So I got to go get some some um, cordless tools so I can start taking plywood off. Because they still wouldn't let us over, and I was trying to open up and air some of these flooded areas out in both my house and my parents' house. And uh, my dad calls. He says, hey, can you ride around the back of the house and check to see if the uh, the dish is still on the roof? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> okay, sure. So I ride around the back of the house. Look, the dish is still on the roof. I call him. I go to leave. Keith Brantley across the street, who has become a very dear friend, did not know me at the time. <laughs> Had no idea who this bicycle person with a backpack was on Dolphin Drive. So he calls the police. Oh, he's stealing. He calls the police. So uh, just past Keith's house, I run into Joe Saviak. Mm-hmm. Nice guy, yeah, uh, yeah. wonderful person. Joe is walking back towards his house. and uh, Joe went to Pinecrest in Fort Lauderdale in Fort La- with my sister-in-law. And his house had taken major damage. Yeah, we did. didn't know how bad it was yet. But anyway, I, I, I stopped to talk to Joe, and a city worker comes by in a utility truck. Hey, you've been riding your bike around the island? Well, yeah, I have. Police are looking for you. <laughs> for me? Yeah, for you. I said, why? And he says, well, because you ride your bike around with a backpack. I said, okay. And then Joe Joe Saviak, being the nice guy that he is, is trying to interject into um, this city worker that, no, this is is Mike Davis. He's a good, outstanding person, blah, 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 blah. Sort of. And Joe does everything he can (laughs) to to make me out to be a really nice guy. Now, you know, I've been through a little bit of stress. I've, I've had to, I've been up since four in the morning or three in the morning driving back from Tampa. I finally got over on the island. I got flood damage, right? So I'm not having any of this interrogation stuff. So this is the point where my mouth outreaches my brain. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the guy and I said, well, you have two choices to make now. And the city worker looks at me and says, well, what are those two choices? I said, well, one, what he said about me is 100% true. Or two, he's my accomplice. <laughs> those are your two options he doesn't know what to say right i say goodbye i gotta get back and get my tools and get back on that my dog is is being housed at, at thompson baker uh-huh. right because i had to leave her i couldn't bring her with me so i i leave by the time i get the dolphin and hit the bottom of the bridge two big suvs with st augustine police department mm-hmm. are coming down they see me on the bike lights come on they pull over i stop right i get the whole interrogation and I'm dying laughing thinking of Chief Looters and, and, and Sheriff Shore and, and Barry Fox listening to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to run an ID on yeah. Mike Davis. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, God, right? So the police officer was very nice, um, you know, asked me where I was at and asked me what I was doing. I explained everything to him. I had all my ID, right? I didn't bring my gun with me. Yeah. Right? I said, you know, I just, just glad I didn't have a pocket knife, which he fished out of my pocket because he didn't want me pulling it out of my pocket. Right. right? And I was like, okay. And finally, he kind of like, you know, he didn't have anything else to kind of disprove. I didn't have anything in the backpack because I was going to get my tools. And he says, um, uh, is there any way you can prove to me that your dad is who your dad is? Because I told him my dad was Vernon Davis. This is his house. This is the address. You can look it all up, blah, 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 blah. I can tell you the year they bought it, all this stuff, right? And I looked at him and I wanted to say, well, standing here right now, how can you prove to me your dad is your dad, right? I mean, I, but I didn't say a word. I just said, no, sir, I can't think of any other and so he's like okay we'll let you go but literally 12 to 15 people walked by during this interaction hey mike how you doing what's up i'm good i looked at your house it's fine you're okay right hey mike can we buy that bike from you no i gotta get back home i mean all this is going on at at the same time and and one of the people that came out of the bridge had had a a family loss and i just looked at the 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 police officer give me two seconds and i walked over and gave the guy hug him man i'm really sorry and and walk by. So, I mean, the, the, and I see that police officer every once in a while. I always yeah. thank him. I said, you, you did a great job. A lot of stress for, for everybody in that day. But yeah, that was my interaction with being stopped and pulled over. Um, for months afterwards, years, when I saw Keith across the street from my parents, hey, how are you doing today? I'm here to steal, steal something. <laughs> 
right. Well, I, I got to tell you one quick thing. Yes. So um, I live obviously in Menendez Park yes. on the other side of the amphitheater. Yes. And during Matthew, mm -hmm. they had stopped. The law enforcement had stopped. You couldn't go to the, when you got to the surf station, they would not let you turn the corner to go downtown. Yes. So I had stayed at my house. Yep. And um, so I, I knew I was, I rode my bike and they said, sorry, sir, you can't go any further than this. Yeah. So I turned my bike around. I hopped over and went, took the side yeah. road back in there, got there right back by, um, was it Stephanie that lives across the street? Who's on the end of the cul-de-sac? Stephanie Bernstein. Stephanie Bernstein. Yeah. So, she wasn't back there at that time as a different owner. Well, anyways, yeah. there was a, 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 a fence there that mm -hmm. was about this high that I knew I could get my bike over. Yes. And I, so I went right around everybody yeah. and got in, got in right by your little cul-de-sac yeah. and then went back up and then shot right in behind the alligator mm -hmm. farm and then onto Dolphin Drive and then yeah. over the, over the, got to the, Actually, I got about halfway to the Bridge of Lions, and I was like, the water was like this. And I'm like, yes. uh, this is nasty water. Yes. <laughs> it was nasty. Yes. So I turned back around, yes. and uh, I waited for about three more hours. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the tide had tide gone out. Mm -hmm. And then I went back down there, and they were letting people on the Bridge of Lions. Yes. Or walking. You couldn't drive on the Bridge of Lions. No, they were let you drive on yet. They were trying to make sure everything was good. Um, but yes. So uh, just one more police story since we somehow have gotten into that as our <laughs> show today. I'm sitting on the bridge of lines today, three o'clock, minding my own business, waiting for the bridge to go up and go down. All of a sudden, a motorcycle comes up the left-hand lane, which is the eastbound lane. Right. Because this motorcyclist is going to get all the way to the front of the line. Oh, no. Nice. And I went, that just stinks. It's not really what I said, but that stinks. Right. It sucks. How can, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Just mm -hmm. wait your turn. All of us have to wait. Just wait. I'm not kidding. 30 seconds later, this car comes by plain clothes, St. Augustine mm. Sheriff's car yes. with the lights on all the way to the top of the bridge. And I went, well, damn, that's karma. <laughs> I just got to see karma. I rarely get to see karma, but that but was there karma. It there it was right there. Karma. Oh, that's awesome. I said, oh my gosh. I, said, I mean, you had to have had all the people in the back of the line cheering. Right, right, right. right. And, <laughs> and then the sad thing, I go back over the bridge and I see the guy on the motorcycle and he's got a Trump flag on the back. And I'm like, why? Why do you have to do this to us? Why? Just sit there and wait, buddy. Well, uh, you know, that's how that's how things work in life sometimes. I know. I know. You'd have been happy if you had a Biden sticker. Uh, I would have felt more vindicated then, right? I would have felt less like an accomplice. So like validated. You've been validated. <laughs> if, I, if it was a Biden sticker, I knew it, right? I knew that <laughs> oh, kind of guy. They always cut the line. They always cut the line. It's a Trump guy. Like, Come on, man. Yeah, you got to be thinking. No, no joke. Right. <laughs> hey, that's what I, that's what I told my son. You're driving a truck that's got our company name on it. Mm -hmm. And hey, you got to keep it between the ditches. All right, we got one more quick story. Go, because uh, you've got to leave at like in like thirty seconds to a minute. About a minute and a half. So Canadians <laughs> what, we're hate still... heroes, right? Clay, do you know the Canadians hate heroes? I do not know that. They do. All Canadians hate heroes. So a Canadian man says he was fired from his job after he rescued a baby moose from speeding cars and and a potential black bear attack in violation of his employee's wildlife protocols. He can't touch a moose, man. <laughs> his employer said you're not allowed to stop the car to rescue a baby moose from getting hit by other cars or possibly being eaten by a black bear. 
Wow. So uh, he does this. He gets there's video footage of him saving the baby moose. He takes the baby moose to a shelter. He doesn't take it home. He doesn't try to adopt it. He takes it to wherever the local Canadian baby moose shelter was. And he got canned. Slammed. Fired. Wow. Told his services were no longer required. Hmm. Only in Canada do they hate heroes. Wow. Saved a baby moose. (laughs) On a highway. Here in the United States, if there's cattle on the highway and you're a sheriff's deputy, you can get on a horse and a rope and you can ride the cattle down. Did you know that? I did not. Somewhere know that. outside Detroit, that happened like a year ago. <laughs> yes. Outside of Detroit? Out, well, I was somewhere outside of Detroit in like Michigan land where there's cattle. Right, right. Because there are parts of Michigan that are not rundown cities. I've been there. I've been there too. It's yeah, beautiful. UP is really nice. It's upper, gorgeous. Upper Peninsula is it is gorgeous. I, I'm with you. But don't go to Canada anymore. They hate heroes. Right. That's why they wouldn't let you win the golf tournament. They yeah. could not have had an American hero up there. So I that's was not why a hero. It was rigged. <laughs> it was rigged. You could have won if they just liked heroes. There was Tim. no hero. Yes. All right. Before you go, Tim, uh, I'm going to pop this one up there. So you ah, there explain you go. that. Yes. That's Which, wilderness. That's where you need to be surfing this winter. That uh, is moments before disaster. That is. Uh, Tell us what happened like two seconds later. Uh, that lip right there, that lip came over and said hello. And got um, me right upside the head. All at once. All at once. So, yeah. uh, two questions. Uh, at that point in time, did you feel like you were dating someone you wanted to be out of a relationship with? <laughs> I looked up at that wave and I said, okay, I think I can make it up. And then the next thing I know, it went bam. Okay. And I was in the wrong spot. And and did Jack Morgan rescue from this too? He did not. Okay. So it was not. not as bad as the wasp sting. No. Or the bee sting. The bee sting. Or the unnamed <laughs> flying insect sting. <laughs> I think it was just a mosquito and you had a terrible reaction to it. It could have been. You can't prove it wasn't. I, well, I, I, w- I was able to walk inside my house and then <laughs> tango uniform. Oh, no, not tango uniform. Tango Charlie on the ground. Tango Charlie on the ground. Thank God for Captain Jack. Captain Jack and epinephrine. If it had been John Travolta, you would have been dead. <laughs> if it had been Pulp Fiction, you would have been dead, Uma Thurman. <laughs> All right, Clay, thank you so much. You're going to be back tomorrow, right? I think Blake claimed tomorrow. Blake claimed tomorrow. That's that's cool. Uh, we will have guests tomorrow. And then, uh, Clay, you guys have an amazing morning show lined up for tomorrow morning, right? That's right. It's yep. always amazing. It's amazing because uh, the greatest co-host of all time, according to his own self, Davey Hartzell will be there. Oh, that's right. It's a question day. Monday. What's the best co-host? Davey was my co-host for Monday's show. I right. couldn't even finish the question and Davey was yelling me. <laughs> I mean, not that he was wrong, but he was still, I mean, take a, just like a half second. All right. All right. Thank you. I'm going to be like butter and get on a roll. Roll. You got to go. Thank you guys. Mike Davis show. We'll be back tomorrow night. Clay, thank you very much. Thank you.